Welcome to Living Social Justice Podcast, an initiative of Common Ground Church and Common Good, where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice. Our hope is that a growing number of Christ followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice, creating a groundswell of positive change in our society. Hi, I'm Sharon from Common Good, and we're in the middle of an employment series talking about TZN, the Zanokanyo Network, and particularly about placements. So how graduates from the job readiness courses can get connected to opportunities. And today I'm chatting to Linda Tronto and Kasuba Stierman. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having us, Sharon. Thank you for having us here today. Yeah, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. I'm really looking forward to chatting to you both. So you are both on the TZN team. Linda, you've been involved since the beginning. So very much a part of the vision behind Pampili uh, in Gatemba that then merged with Network to become TZN. And Kasuba, you've recently joined the staff of TZN as the communications manager, sorry. Um, So maybe just to get us started, Linda, tell us a bit about the backstory. So right in the early days of Pambili, tell us a bit about what drove you to start wanting to help people find placements or find employment. What was the environment that kind of sparked that idea? The Zanokanyo at the time, uh, Pambili existed um, as a as a mission arms of, of the church that I used to at- that I attend. And so Zanokanyo began with research, actually. So um, a number of us did research in Langa, but with a group of people in the surrounding communities to find out actually what were the needs in the communities. And then um, what we discovered with the research, people were saying that we actually cannot find jobs and we do not know how to find jobs. and then secondary research was done, and this was with businesses um, around Epping 1, 2, Ndabeni, just the industrial areas. And what came out of there was, that, and that was in 2007, businesses were saying, well, we're looking for people, but we can't find people. Wow. And so you have people in Langa across the railway line saying, yes. there are no jobs, we cannot find jobs. And businesses saying, well, we cannot find the people. Okay. And what businesses said was that um, actually we can teach a lot of people the what they must do when they come to our factories or in our areas, but there are just um, certain areas that mm. we we cannot teach because right. obviously people either haven't been exposed or there's la- been lack of opportunity and certain things. And so we designed a curriculum that is holistic, a curriculum that will help people be job ready and help connect the people to the opportunities that were there at least at the time. Okay, that's amazing. So the job readiness course, that three-week course, is not so much trying to give people the skills that they're going to need for their on-the-job requirements. That's, like you're saying, the employers know that they can probably upskill people once they're in their employment. It's more the, the, those things that are difficult to train people in that make them more employable. Yes, definitely. I mean, if you consider even the level of education a lot of people in our country have received, and sometimes even the broken homes. So they're actually quite basics um, that 
we actually have to be teaching. So, for instance, if you look at our curriculum, we punctuality is one of it and why it's important. And, um, and so our training really first looks at the person. Hence, we have a session called Why, why Character Matters. Mm. And we look at um, things like integrity. We look at rationalization. We look at things like saying, you know what, I'm responsible for my life. Yes, things have happened and they were painful and they were hard and they were unfair. So what happens now? How do I take my life forward so that I'm able to provide for myself and my family? So tell us a bit about 2007 to now. How many people were you training back then? And how many people are you training now in 2018? Do you even know the numbers? I don't um, remember the numbers. Remember. But what's interesting is that um, I was looking, I think that was before we merged with Network. Right. Um, we were celebrating having trained 500 people, all right? And that was over a couple of years. A couple of years. Wow. And if we look at now from February to May, uh, we've trained 445 people. Wow. In, in these past months. Amazing. But that's across different sites. That's across, across different sites. Mm. And now we are no longer Zanokanyo, the Zanokanyo network. We've merged with network. And so obviously the combined um, entity is able to do more and reach more people. And Zanokanyo, what does that mean? Zanokanyo means to bring light. And why? Mm. Why Zanokanyo? Why is it called Zanokanyo? Because with unemployment, um, you find a lot of people, when they come in, it's not so much that, yes, there is unemployment, but there's usually a sense of hopelessness. There's a darkness about it. There's a depression. There's a, a sense of maybe this is like the end. Mm. And so the Zanokanyo, and, and I love even the word the Zanokanyo network, is that we want to create these networks that bring light across mm. this um Dark this space. dark space mm. of unemployment and the despondence despondency that comes with unemployment. Amazing. So inspired by the work that the Zanakanya Network is doing. Kasuba, maybe to um, bring you into the conversation a bit. So mm. tell us a bit about the comm strategy. So you have recently joined the team and the social um, media <laughs> arm of the TZN um, space has gone, uh, let's just say it's been quite explosive. Um, so tell us a bit about that. How how can people follow TZN on social media mm. and how can they engage with those posts and where do you send them? Yeah, okay. So it's been really exciting, a really exciting journey. And basically what we're trying to do is improve the reach and the awareness that we have um, and the credibility of TZN, of course. And just getting people to engage with our graduates and just see what's happening um, in terms of their expertise, the kind of skills they have, the kind of people, putting faces to you know the numbers that we've just spoken mm. about, and um, giving the backstory of the different people that we encounter. Um, we have a Facebook page and we have a Facebook group where we share jobs with graduates, but also people have a chance to share opportunities that they may have for our graduates. And we've recently just clarified the definition of an opportunity because a lot of the time you know people are offering jobs but we also want people to be connected to studying opportunities or to um, internships so whatever it is that they can um, get their hands on that is meaningful that actually gives them a sense of value and achievement um, 
so and then we have Instagram as well that just tells the the, the more pictorial stories of you know the, our graduates and the graduations. So those are the platforms that people can. Um, interact with with our content yeah amazing so i've been following on facebook and instagram and it's amazing how busy it seems in that space there is so much going on all the time yeah. just share with people the actual links um if they're on facebook and they want to find tzn what can they search for to actually follow you okay so there's an okanyo network will right. on any social media platform will we'll bring up bring you bring up the zanokanyo network profiles there aren't any duplicates so you'll f Great. find us pretty easily there um we're also on linkedin and on Twitter, um, LinkedIn is more for professionals that could be offering opportunities just to see the stories that are there as well. And with Twitter, if you want to follow our graduations or any other events that we may Fantastic. have, yeah, we live tweet those as well. And all that information is on the Common Good website under Employment yes, Initiative. Yes. Great. Yeah. Okay, so for the month of June, in our Sunday meetings, the SJM teams have been profiling some of the graduates. Yes. Um, you are the one that put that together. You're the brains <laughs> behind that. Just run us through, if someone comes to an SJM board or an SJM space and now they're seeing these beautiful frames, these bright mm. red mm. profiles and, and beautiful faces, yeah. Yeah. what is the best way for them to engage? If they think to themselves, wow, I know someone who was looking for someone with yeah. those kind of skills yeah. or that kind of experience, mm. what can they do to actually just take that quick next step to... So 3rd of June, we launched the Just One Job, and it's really exciting because people can walk up to their SJM boards, and we have a little um, QR code that you can scan with your Google Goggles app, <laughs> um, or you can just go directly to the um, placements, I mean, to the employment page on the Common Good website, and there's a form there that you can fill in, and you can put in the specifics. And if you have a specific graduate in mind, if you happen to know the name or read the name on the board, you can enter that name on there. Um, but you can also email placements with an S at the end at tzn.org.za um, with your requirements and we'll be happy to turn out some CVs for you. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. So any congregant, anyone visiting a Common Ground congregation can very easily interact with those profiles and contact your office um, really through using the QR code. That's probably yes. the quickest way. Yeah, it is the quickest way. I think for people with iPhones, even just their camera will mm. scan that at that um, code yes. and take them straight to the online form and they can just fill that in. Yeah, okay. exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. So both of you have seen numerous courses happening over the past few months and years. Mm -hmm. Tell us a bit about just some of the highlight stories. So, I mean, three weeks, it seems like such a small time to really experience a transformative process in one's life. And yet I feel like they're just always stories of people whose lives in their own words seem to be turned around by the job readiness course, just going from despair to hope, from a sense of um, I don't want to live anymore to a sense of, wow, um, I'm so excited for my future. What are the highlight stories for you in your experience that you've witnessed? Sure. Going right back, I mean, there's so many stories, but the one that I can't forget was uh, uh, um, a woman who'd moved from the Eastern Cape to Cape Town, specifically in Langa, and she had a small baby. And she didn't have a network, and she had a sore tooth, mm. all right? And she needed to go to the clinic, but she had to wake up very early because of the cues, uh, maybe had to be there maybe about f 
four in the morning so that she can get help. But this was just practically impossible for her. And somehow she heard about us. She came to our course. And then one day in, in chatting with her, just finding out, you know, she just looked, didn't look happy. What is it? She says, no, she's been struggling with this tooth, but she can't get to the clinic because of the timing. She has no one to leave the baby, and it's winter, and she can't get there. And, um, and we just decided that we'll take her to the dentist. You know, we took her to the dentist. She had a filling done. She, we connected her to an opportunity at a, at a restaurant. She worked there, got promoted, and she came back to ask if we had any graduates that they, that they could hire, and one or two were hired. And for me, that it just, it was just a small thing. So it was really, someone needed the help. Mm. I just took her to a, a, a dentist, and it was a pharmacy that offered um, dental care. And after that, an opportunity, and she grabbed it, and she ran with it. That's and amazing. it's just small things that we can do for people and there's um, there are many obviously over the years I remember two young men I think they were in the same class they came and after doing our course thought I can actually go back to school Wow! just the confidence of I can go back to school I now study. I mm. want to study mm. one went to UWC and he's a teacher now and the other one went to, it was called Cape Tech at the time. Oh, no, um, Penn Tech, sorry, the, did journalism. And they, they graduated. And it's just sometimes it's, it's the ability to see a need and, and it doesn't take that much. And so with one of the young men, it was encouraging him and showing him where he can look for bursaries because both of them didn't have funding. But we were able to assist them with here's our resource, here's our computers, have a look here. And they found something and, and, and they were able to, 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 to do something that would enable them to reach their potential. It's wonderful to hear those stories, but also you've mentioned before, there are very few people who think to come back in once they've found opportunities and actually tell the good stories, tell the good news of the jobs that they've found. I wonder if you'd ever know how many people you've actually helped over time if there's a significant amount of people out there who have found amazing opportunities but just haven't thought to come back and close the loop. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, I tell the trainers because sometimes the, some people do disappear and then we'll really never know. We'll never but know. another way that we know that something happens is the way people tell us at our graduation that so-and-so told me to come. And I'm thinking, well... If they tell you to come there, that means there's <laughs> something that they they receive there. Great. Yeah. Great. Kasiba, maybe just if we can explore this idea of what an opportunity looks like. So just in the last few months, probably since the beginning of the year, you've started this Day 13 experience. So maybe just help people understand a little bit more. Once someone has graduated from the job readiness course, we're not just trying to find them a permanent job that they can stay in forever and ever. It's more linking them to a next opportunity that could help them set them up for employment. So tell us a bit about the workshops that have been running and what it looks like in terms of people being connected to something that might be quite short term, mm. but could radically change their CV or just their potential for more work. Yeah. Okay. So we call it day 13, but it's not like just that one day. It extends to, you know, the future basically. And, um, 
we identify their skill sets and they tell us their interests and based on that we then refer them to certain people and all those things um and then we've also got our workshops that we um administer from the epping um branch and it's basically hospitality um food and beverage and also um housekeeping um those are the two that we're currently um doing the hospitality food and beverage is just equipping them with skills uh, wait waitering skills um serving how to work in a restaurant hotels and things like that and it's the same with the um housekeeping hospitality course and then we also have the computer courses where they learn um basic microsoft word skills we haven't done excel yet but we're headed in that direction um and it's just a way to to get them from having been really hopeful after the job readiness course and keeping them in a space where there's still a lot of hope and still a lot of opportunity um and before they get on get onto the next thing um that's just one of the avenues but as you mentioned um wanting to know what a, a meaningful opportunity looks like it's it's literally one month of doing something where they would otherwise be sitting at home um just you know looking for work or whatever it is so if there was a common grounder who maybe isn't looking to employ someone in their um business or in their home or maybe isn't the one with the authority or the capacity to actually be hiring but they could connect people to more training so maybe they know of a training stream or a workshop i know you recently had a graduate event here on base where a common grounder gave a workshop that then graduates could come and experience yeah. just as a one day workshop but again it's something that they can add to their cv and they're getting experience in a field yeah. um and at least exposure to an industry yeah. um Yeah, so yeah well, that's that. precisely what happens. Um common grounders um approach us and they have opportunities for us and or they have programs that we can use. That's where the two workshops that we're running currently um come come in because common grounders approached us and said they had, you know, these platforms that we could use on our own graduates. Um so that's how we 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 get opportunities. And are some practical and some online? What's the what's the split? So the split, yes, it's it's mostly um online um using different types of content mostly video content but also with the hospitality ones there's a lot of practical work that they do so we've connected with Grant from eHire um and he he's offering us um the equipment the equipment yes thank you yeah, <laughs> the sorry. equipment to to do the the hospitality Training, practicals mm. um and people take it really seriously they dress up mm. and they come in with their black and white and their ties and they're polishing glasses and they're serving and they're doing role plays with restaurants so it's really exciting for the graduates and when they leave the the level of empowerment is just it's you can't explain you can't it explain yeah it. so that was so fantastic for myself um our team came to that first graduation yeah. where it wasn't just a job readiness graduation it was the graduation after that first um hospitality hospitality course, course. and the difference in the graduates was phenomenal because it wasn't just okay now I've got hope that one day I'm going to find a job it was I've got a skill mm. I've I've got something that the world needs yes. <laughs> yes. and that was wonderful and to hear um representatives from the online course even being able to say to them now that you've got a skill even if you just arrive at a hotel or a restaurant and offer to volunteer you have an inroad you've you've got something credible that's actually valuable exactly. to that space and we encourage our, our graduates to volunteer mm. as much as they can because that's one of the ways that they can get in so 
if there's a common ground with a, a volunteering you know opportunity then that's also a great way for them to get into a space where they're maybe doing practical work even though they aren't getting um paid for it yeah is there a is there a possibility of an internship track like what would that look like in different businesses or in corporates or have you seen that play out before with different opportunities or common grounders connecting what what would an internship track look like well, we've had, and I remember it was a long time ago where a shipping company, for instance, called us, and I'm not sure even how they had heard of us, and they were looking for interns, and we sent two people, and they went through the intern um, for a length of time, and one after the intern, one of the graduates got a job somewhere else, and what was interesting, actually, she was the first graduate to come back to us and said, I'd like to donate 500 to the work that you're doing. Amazing. So even so it can definitely, interns are also an opportunity because they build the confidence and because the whole idea is that people are job ready and to see what it's like to be in the workplace and mm -hmm. to learn those things that they can't learn from school. Amazing. Do you want to add anything, Kufile? <laughs> um, so we've spoken a lot about the highlights. I'm sure in the space there's all there are also painful moments. So where you just see that even though someone's been um, offered an opportunity, it it somehow gets lost or, or wasted. Or what what would what are some of those examples? Or or what are the learning? What have the learnings been um, of the painful side or the injustice side of the unemployment space? Um, the unemployment. It's more than just not being able to provide for yourself because it impacts um, families, it impacts esteem, it, it impacts how people look at themselves. And so I don't know how many times we've heard people say that, you know, I was just giving up on life because I just couldn't find a job, I couldn't feed my, my, my children. Um, the way it's been difficult and maybe the that's why we want to work with churches is that we th the partnerships are very important because they come to us for three weeks but then people go back to the communities and so i'm just thinking of one person who was a gangster and you can see the desire and the determination to change and to and they've found a job and they worked but you go back into that and the pull to go back into that kind of life or to be drawn into that is quite difficult. And that's why we think had we ha if we'd had a partnership with the church in that community and then they can also be a part of that and receive some, whether it's counseling or guidance, then the person would be able to, this would be sustainable for yes, them. over a longer journey. Over a longer journey, yeah. So that brings me to my next question. One of the beautiful things about the Zanoka Network is that it's gospel-saturated, that the whole course is, it starts in the gospel and helping people unpack the gospel story for themselves and applying that to their lives. How, what have the numbers been of people that have actually given their lives to Christ on your course? Well, I mean, if we look at between February and May, end of May, we've seen 43 people. Just this year. Um, just this year. Amazing. giving their lives to Christ. So again, all the more reason to be partnering with churches who can then sustainably walk a journey of discipleship with those people, men mm. and women. 
and getting saved on the course. Yeah, and we actually also offer a discipleship and leadership course, which um, takes people through a five, six day, um, six day course where they they learn things about leadership and how to lead in their communities, but also how to be responsible for their own lives and their own decisions and how their decisions affect other people. Um, so in that way, we also keep you know that that faith burning through the discipleship and leadership course. Wonderful. So there's just so many opportunities for particularly common grounders to get involved and engage and think through how they could help just one person find a job or an opportunity in their in their sphere. So if you're a common grounder, if you're a Cape Tonian and you're interested in the Zanokanyo network and how you can keep the conversation going or find out more, please email placements at tzn.org.za or check out the Common Good website under employment and um, make contact and someone will get back to you um, or just scan the code on a Sunday and someone will get back to you on Monday. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, commongood.org.za, including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content, and volunteer opportunities. Bye for now.